Hey guys, this is Matthew, and welcome back to Trek Untold. Now, normally you guys know that Trek Untold is essentially a weekly podcast every Thursday, but today we've got a bonus mini-sode for you guys here. So joining us now, we've got Tay Phoenix, who is from the Trek the Vote for a Fair Election, and Chase Masterson, who you know we recently spoke to as well about DS9. She's also involved in this group. So thank you all for being here today to discuss Trek the Vote for a Fair Elections. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Matthew. So first question here for both you guys. Uh, there is another organization that is named Trek the Vote out there, and I'd like you to help our listeners understand uh, what the difference is between both these groups and more so to then kind of expand on what your group specifically is about. So Trek the Vote's a great name, and uh, more than one person came up with it. Um, and uh, so the, there's a, a fundraiser taking place with a lot of Star Trek actors for the Biden campaign. Um, that is Trek the Vote to Victory. Ours is an all-volunteer, um, non-partisan initiative that is connecting Trek fans with opportunities to volunteer to help other people vote. Um, and we have a wide variety of partners and a wide variety of volunteer opportunities uh, available for folks, including some that take place from the comfort of your quarters or the bridge or ops for that matter. So now, uh, Tay, how did you decide to get involved in this end of politics? I know uh, that you're an activist as well, but this is a little bit different from activism. This is more so, uh, I guess it's in a similar vein, but a little bit different from what you normally have been dabbling in. Yes, it's true. Um, it's my my full-time career, and I, I will not pretend that it is otherwise. I am a lefty activist. And when I started thinking about uh, how I wanted to organize this, you know, there are Trekkies across the political spectrum, and I don't want to leave anybody out. I think it's really important that we all are able to um, come together around the very basics of democracy, regardless of whatever else we may believe Um, that every vote, every eligible voter should be able to vote safely and easily that every single vote should be counted before any winners are declared. I think that is a reasonable standard and I think there are people across political spectrum that can can get behind that. And I didn't want to leave any Trekkies out. Um, I wanted this to be a place where we could be united behind that principle. Um, I also believe that, you know, this is an opportunity more broadly than just within the fandom to build that that unity again, because we really are a nation that is divided against itself right now. And we have to figure out how to get back to some common ground. Very true. Uh, now, Chase, how did you get involved with Tay? How did you guys meet? And what did you decide to take part in this Trek the Vote for Fair election? When I heard about this initiative, I got on board immediately. I have so much respect for what Tay is doing. And as she said, she's putting aside her own political ideas and and um, insights, desires, wishes to just create a space where every vote is counted. And that to me speaks so clearly of the prime directive. People should get to decide their own futures. And this is the most Starfleet opportunity that I can possibly think of right now. We are a nation divided. And what's important is that people's voices are heard. So I really respect that Tay is putting her energy toward that when she could be working on on some other initiatives. This is simply about democracy. And I think as Americans, we can all agree how important that is. Tay, I think the really the big question here is why did you choose Star Trek as the franchise to wrap this whole project around? Because you didn't necessarily need to have this, but why did you choose to go with Star Trek? Well, first of all, let me show you my tattoo. Uh, I think you can see it. There we go. 
Federation insignia right there. Um, so uh, I'm, I am a Trek nerd from my earliest days. And I was talking to a friend of mine who works on voter suppression um, issues. And she, uh, she and I were both sort of lamenting. Um, she's also a Trekkie and we were sort of lamenting all of, all of the voter suppression and intimidation that's taking place. And, um, and I said, God, I wish Starfleet could just beam down. <laughs> like, where are they? And then I was like, wait a minute, we can be Starfleet. And that's kind of how like the kernel of the idea got born. And I pulled some friends together who are also Trekkies who are also activists. And I was like, is this a good idea? They're like, yes, it's a good idea. And so then I started reaching out to different orgs that I work with. And my friend Sandy Fox was really instrumental in helping um, to connect the dots with a lot of the partners that we're working with. And then, uh, you know, then I started to reach out to Star Trek actors and um, Chase was one of the first people I was able to be in touch with. And she was literally like, I think half the people in that video she recruited to be involved. And, um, and so, you know, we've got, uh, you know, we, and then I, I reached out to, I had a friend who, um, someone I was in a music video with who happens to be, um, Armin Shimmerman and Kitty Swink's nephew. And so I was like, Hey, you remember a million years ago when you told me that your uncle was Armin Shimmerman? Um, can you help me with this? And then next thing I knew they were on board. And so that, you know, it just, it was that network of people that believed in the project just made it blossom. Um, you know, and then great volunteers that helped to build the website and manage the social media and interact with the partners and just do all the things, answer questions from volunteers, all of it. It's just an immense and incredible team. Anybody who's familiar with social media, this thing that we call social media out there, knows that for the majority of people who have acted in Trek, uh, they tend to be on one certain side of politics here. Um, but it's really, really great that you're actually going for the bipartisan type thing here because, you know, Star Trek is for everybody, even though, uh, you know, for the most part, I just said, you know, a lot of the actors might have leanings towards one direction, but fans out there, they go in all sorts of directions. So I really do appreciate it that you guys are trying to be bipartisan here. And uh, I imagine that must be kind of difficult too, because again, all three of us here, I feel like I can safely speak for us. We are on that same part of the spectrum. Uh, and, you know, we want our guy to win necessarily, but um, meanwhile, out there, there's folks who want their person to win. So, you know, for you guys, what is it like to be able to balance that, that idea of the fact that, you know, it's about a fair election, but you want to hope that your guy gets the win. I think it's about the prime directive, right? It goes back to the prime directive. It's, you know, we like the stakes are very high and my personal beliefs are very important to me. Um, but at the end of the day, what matters to me more than anything else is democracy itself. More than an outcome, more than an election cycle, more than anything, it is the right to self-governance and the expanding human rights that come from true self-governance. And, um, and that means that I will fight just as hard for your vote to be counted if you voted in a way that I find repugnant as if you voted in a way that I agree with, because that is the most important thing. So that's, that's the prime directive. And we, and for the same reason, right, we welcome Trekkies from across the political spectrum for that same reason. If you can apply the prime directive and, and make sure that everyone's vote is counted, then that is a morally powerful thing. And we are here for that. 
That's a great answer. And thank you for making the most out of that rambly question there. Uh, but yeah, some more questions to you, Chase, too. Uh, since you were reaching out to actors who appeared in Star Trek as well, and you, know, you basically have to tell them that this isn't just going to be for our side of this for everybody. Uh, were there any other actors out there who uh, maybe were uncomfortable with that idea or were they just all right on board because they want it to be a fair and decisive election? We all stand where Tay stands, which is a, a beautiful thing to be able to come together and say that democracy is the most important thing. Uh, I absolutely agree with Tay. I will stand for your right to vote for whoever you want to vote for. It is important that your voice be heard. And that goes for you going to the polls or mailing in your ballot or dropping it off at a ballot box. And that goes for every single vote being counted on Election Day. And uh, Tay will speak to the work that will be happening after Election Day as well. I, I also want to, um, to make a, a, a major point here, which is that chances are, if you're listening to this podcast and you've made it this far, um, but if you're listening to this podcast at all, you are a fan of Star Trek for reasons that go beyond just the characters or the ships. You're most likely a fan of Star Trek because of the principles that sh this show has. Pr the principle of the, of the prime directive and the principles of integrity and justice and standing up for what you believe in. And as we said on a, another pod podcast earlier today, you know, if you can stand in line for an autograph, for an hour or two, or maybe three, if you can wait all out all night in the whole H line at Comic-Con, if you can wait out all night for a, a Star Wars, the uh, Star Wars opening day or, or whatever it is, this fandom has shown incredible passion since the very beginning. And that's the kind of passion that we want to show or that we want to have you show for your lives. Mm -hmm. This is so important. This is all of our lives and all of our human issues on the line. So let's take the same passion that we approach the show with, that we approach anything else in our lives with and, and use it for your own good, for your own futures. So Tay, well, what are some of the things that your organization is doing and uh, what are some of those roles that people can do as part of the organization if they want to come and join up? So Trek the Vote is a clearinghouse. We are a themed, Star Trek themed layer. And um, so what we do is we bring you in and we you, you fill out a very short form and you answer some questions like, how old are you? Where do you live? And you know what kinds of things are you interested in doing? Will you work inside a polling place? Would you like to work outside a polling place? Would you like to be kind of on the go? Would you like to work from home? And then we do the, the, the math in the background and send you a mission briefing with three opportunities, three volunteer opportunities that we think are the right fit for you based on what you've told us about you. And then you get to choose your own adventure from there. Um, so we have five partners. We have Fair Count and the Election Protection Coalition, both of which are doing nonpartisan get out the vote efforts. Um, they are also doing poll monitoring, so watching for voter intimidation, you know, watching for the line getting too long, um, checking to make sure that the polling place is wheelchair accessible, checking to make sure that there's PPE and hand sanitizer available, all of the things that are necessary on that front. Um, Fair count, or not fair count, um, 866-R-VOTE, which is the Election Protection Coalition. They also have, uh, you know, teams that are doing things like monitoring social media for disinformation and getting it taken down. Um, they are uh, lo looking at um, 
if you have been displaced by wildfires or a hurricane or something happened at your polling place, they are there to help you find that backup plan, right? So there are, they have all of these different teams that are working towards things. They also have attorney specific opportunities as well. So if you happen to be a lawyer, we can hook you up with that, um, that part of the, uh, the project as well. And then, uh, then we have two partners that are doing professional poll worker recruitment. So what, one of the, the problems that we're facing right now because of the pandemic is that, you know, most poll workers are in their 60s and 70s and in some cases in their 80s. And they are, a lot of them are really just not comfortable being indoors with a big group of people for hours and hours and hours, which I, you know, reasonably understand. So if you're somebody who is lower at, at lower risk from COVID, then becoming a poll worker is an amazing way to help because what that means is polling locations stay open and lines don't get so long. And so, um, so power the polls and poll hero project are both recruiting professional poll workers. So if you are under age of 25, you'll go, you'll work with the poll hero project, which is youth connecting youth, um, to poll worker opportunities. And you can be as young as 16 and become a poll worker then the uh, power of the polls is working with everyone 25 and up who comes from Trek the Vote. And then finally, we have Georgia Voting Works. So if you live in Georgia or near Georgia and you would like to help set up and operate voting machines, Georgia Voting Works needs that, that help. And those are also professional positions. I've got a question for both you and uh, maybe Chase, if you don't mind, I'd like to have you answer first. Uh, and that's Really, why? Why should someone come and be part of this group? You know, there's, I imagine right now, a lot of dis, uh, disenfranchised voters who were part of the 2016 election. Maybe they weren't too happy with how things have turned out. Or again, maybe there's folks who are on the side who were essentially winners, you know, and they don't want to really, you know, care much about this. So uh, ultimately, why should someone take part in Trek the Vote for a fair election? People should take part in Trek the Vote for fair elections because your voice matters. And you have a choice. You can either think my voice doesn't matter and how depressing is that? And that just goes nowhere good. And what if everyone thought that? Or you can realize that your voice does matter and that you can have it matter even more, partly by casting your vote, but then by making a stand and using your energy before, on, and after election day to make sure that everyone's votes count. We do have choices. We are so privileged to have, to live in a country with basic democracy, and we want to make sure that it stays that way. And we have lived with this for so long that I don't think we all realize what an honor and what a, a privilege it is to be able to use our voices. Get involved because your voice counts, because your voice matters, and frankly, because it's great to work with other like-minded people to create a world where we can all live long and prosper. And that world starts with the creation of justice and justice is based on democracy. Hey, same Love question it. for you. Um, because it's cool and fun <laughs> because you get to do something good and you also get to play Star Trek, right? Like this whole thing. And if you watch the video, right, this is come play Star Trek with us. Like Starfleet is monitoring disruptions in, in democracy itself. And we need you to come be a Starfleet officer. 
I am going to be, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be yet on election night, but wherever I am, I'm going to be wearing my Starfleet uniform and doing a Trek the Vote volunteer opportunity. And we welcome that. You can wear your uniform. We we do ask that all Ferengi and Bajorans and Klingons and Cardassians, et cetera, need to report to Starfleet Medical and, and have your appearances surgically altered to appear human because this is a pre-warp society and um, we really don't want to alarm anybody. I just don't know that anyone's really ready for Klingons in the polling place. But a Starfleet officer of the human human variety is is quite quite welcome. Um, and I think uh, would be um, I think it would it would it also offers some joy and some levity to the people around you, right? Like, oh, these these folks are getting into it, and they're getting into it as part of their fandom. Like, this is an extension of the fandom. What we're doing as fans. Um, is you know this is this is about being a part of the real Starfleet, being a part of Starfleet right now today. So I just like to add. That's also so exciting! For- I know, right? It's just—it's <laughs> so exciting. It's everything that this show means and stands for, and has culminated in the fifty-plus years that it's been around. It—it just—it just couldn't be more exciting to be able to work with like-minded people and make yeah, a difference. Exactly. It's like an episode, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's totally, it's, it's that, it's that one where there was an outbreak of novel coronavirus on earth and Starfleet beamed in to stabilize the election. I remember that, that one. I loved that one. Yeah. It was like season four of Deep Space Nine, right? Exactly. With Captain yep. Tay Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. I guest starred on that one episode. That was a great episode. Yeah. Yep. Good one. And I just want to throw in my two cents here too, just because, you know, there's always this debate of, you know, Star Trek is now so political. You always hear that all the time in so many places truth of the matter is star trek has always been political it's always been something you know you can look back at the original series and you'll see plenty of episodes that are very politically charged the difference between what we saw in the 60s versus what we have today in 2020 is that the world's become a lot more complicated there's been a lot more things that have happened today that have changed the face of politics and changed the general scope of politics so now so more than ever it's more important for trekkies out there to be a part of this big great decision that's happening in democracy um so last question for you guys today uh that is of course how the heck do people sign up for this you can visit trekthe.vote or just trekthevote.com and uh, you can sign up there. There's a form. It takes less than a minute to sign out and less than a minute to get your mission briefing um, or si- sign up, not sign out. Uh, and you can, um, while you're there, enjoy the the wonderful little Easter egg videos of our terrific Trek cast that made the videos, um, including Chase and um, some of the other wonderful people that participated, um, Armin Shimmerman and uh, Gates McFadden and Will Wheaton and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and then you can, uh, you know, keep in touch with us, send us your pictures, send us pictures of you. If you are a poll worker and you are in your Starfleet uniform, or even if, I mean, you don't have to wear your Starfleet uniform. Let's be clear. I'm just excited about that. But like, if you are working the polls, send us a picture. We want to share that on social media. We want to like really show just how deep and wonderful this fandom is. Just how one, like this, this fandom is so great. And yes, Star Trek is political, but there's also Trekkies all over the spectrum, right? So like, this is, we want to show that we are a place where we can figure out how to bridge differences and work together for something that's bigger than ourselves, because that's what Star Trek is about. Chase, any closing comments from you today? Political issues are human issues. So if you feel yourself disinterested or throwing your hands up in the air or exhausted, as it's very easy for us all to be exhausted or feel exhausted these days, 
know that you are making a difference by addressing human issues that will matter for years to come, for the rest of your lives, for the rest of your children's lives. They, uh, uh, there's a lot riding on a fair vote this election. And that's what Star Trek is about. It's always been about human issues, cloaked in Klingons and Ferengi and Ferengi's wives. It's always been <laughs> about human issues. So uh, yay, I wanna encourage you and stand with you as we all use our voices and encourage our communities to use our voices. Go on to trekthe.vote or trekthevote.com and sign up, bring a friend and make a difference in this election season. And just to reiterate, this is Trek the Vote for Fair Elections, which is different from Trek the Vote to Victory. Um, again, great name. Two people thought of it and just want to make sure everybody knows that we're distinct uh, groups of people. Exactly. And just to be super clear as well, Trek the Vote for a Fair Election is not a fundraiser. It is a bipartisan organization. So no matter where you lean on your political spectrum, this is something you want to be part of. It's something that you could do to help yourself, help others out there, be part of the process and make sure that your voice truly is heard. So on behalf of Tay Phoenix, on behalf of Chase Masterson, thank you guys so much for being here tonight. Appreciate your time. Glad we can get the word out. Again, we're going to have links for Trek the Vote for a Fair Election in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about them, go ahead and make sure you click through all that. Hit the links, go take a visit and check them out. Why not? So until so next much. time, I'm thank Matthew. You. Thank you. Thank you Love guys so much. Thank Slip you, Matthew. Thank you, Trek Untold. So thank you guys so much again. Uh, and again, for our, our listeners, you know, I hope you enjoyy this bonus mini-sode. Uh, we'll be back to regular episodes, of course, this Thursday. So we'll see you guys once again on Thursday. Until then, I'm Matthew. This has been Trek Untold. And remember, fortune favors the bold. <laughs>